Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Daily Jacks. With Jacqueline Jacks on AVA Live Radio, I am talking to you about the Spotify marquee today because it opens to more artists, but is it worth $250? I'm going to lay out the plan, tell you what it is, and tell you how it lines up against other cost per pay-per-click advertising out there. All coming up next on Jacks Daily. Just recently, Spotify opened a new opportunity for artists to advertise to previous streaming fans. It's called the Marquee Tool, but is it really worth $250? I mean, promoting your new release with Marquee is now available for all eligible U.S. artists, so it's kind of like beta testing. To create the marquee in Spotify for artists, you have to go into your area, and then artists need more than 15,000 U.S. streams over the past 28 days, and your team needs to have U.S. billing. So you can create the campaigns for up to 18 days after your new release drops, but the ad spend doesn't last for 18 days. Budgets for marquee start at $250, which I think is really high, and campaigns run until your spend budget runs out or seven days after your campaign starts. So how is this worth it? I just don't understand. (laughs) Since Marquee is priced on cost per click basis, which is super expensive to get streams from people who have already heard your music in the past, it's essentially the same as Boost on Facebook. The only thing is that if people have heard your music in the past and they already follow you, and your music is memorable, why do you have to pay $250 in order to tell them you have a new release out? At a minimum entry level cost of $250 per campaign, it feels like a really expensive version of paid-per-click advertising, especially when the average payout per stream on Spotify right now is .003. The question really becomes more about how Spotify can still consider itself a place that helps artists when they are now entirely focused on charging for exposure from the following that you already have. This is really nothing but a very expensive copy of Facebook, in my opinion, because the boost tool on Facebook is exactly that. Artists get really frustrated because if you post anything and you want to get it to your own audience, your own followers that you usually paid to get in the beginning, you have to use the boost tool, which costs more money just to get your post to a certain amount of your followers. It just makes no sense and it's so unfair. Yet boost costs to start way cheaper because you don't have to spend $250 to start a campaign and the cost per click is still around 50 cents per click. I wonder what the cost per click is on the $250 Spotify campaign. I noticed that they're not really saying that and there's no information on it yet. Thus far, the only rollout that I really liked from Spotify is the addition of the Canva looping videos, a short looping visual that can be added to each of your tracks on Spotify. It's like album artwork that rolls and it's really, really cool when someone clicks on your song and you can see that visual playing as your song plays. Or if you share it on Instagram, it goes along with that too. And that's really, really good content for Instagram. You can change it up easily and it makes your song stand out. I love the fact that you can really personalize your songs by using these Canva looping videos. Always remember that if you have the ability to screen record, once you share it 
and it's rolling with your music, you could screen record that and then share it as a post or a reel across TikTok and also on Instagram and Facebook. So this is a great and easy way to make content just by adding these visual loops to all of your tracks. As a music marketer here at AVA Live Radio, I really, really want people using the Canva looping video. But as far as the marquee tool, I think it's totally not worth it. There are so many other ways to promote your music for free or even hire a publicist to do it for you. It's way better than spending $250 to advertise to your own following on Spotify. In further Spotify news, Spotify stock hits its lowest price since March 2020. Can these shares rebound? I don't know. In other Spotify news, Spotify is making more podcast acquisitions. For 2022, the company announced today that it acquired both Chartable and Podsites, two of the most prominent podcast marketing and ad attribution companies. The deal price hasn't been disclosed, but I can imagine it's pretty hefty as they sink millions of dollars into their podcasting area. The pod, both Podsite and Chartable allow podcasters and networks to include tags in their shows that are used to track who listened, if they heard an ad, and whether they took action upon hearing that ad. Spotify says it plans to use Podsite's technology outside podcasting and will bring it to full scope of the Spotify platform, including audio ads within music, video ads, and displaying ads. The Chartable acquisition appears to be more direct towards podcasters themselves rather than advertisers, particularly because of its technology, like SmartLinks. These tools will make it easier for publishers to turn audience insights into action and expand their listenership while ultimately growing their businesses' Spotify rights. The deal is particularly critical for the company as it tries to make its ad platform the best and most powerful in audio. The thing is, is that reading all of these different newscasts about Spotify, overall, I think they've really departed from the indie artist helper that they once wanted to be. And aside from paying extremely low royalties back to songwriters, on top of it, they're putting out so much money in podcasting only to run ads and make it another commercial platform. So buyer beware. Be careful if you are all in on Spotify and only there. I highly recommend that as an indie artist that you diversify. Go over to YouTube, start a YouTube channel, and make sure that you are launching your music there on a regular basis. This is Jacqueline Jacks with The Daily Jacks. I hope you enjoyed this segment.